Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's get out to that Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Joining the show now, he's on the board of directors for the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. He's also on the NBA Board of Governors. We welcome him back to The Big Show. He is Greg Miller. Greg, first and foremost, how are you? How are you and yours? Everybody doing all right? Yes, we're doing great. We've been very fortunate. Everybody's uh, safe and healthy. Well, hey, we've got a lot to uh, get to with you today, but uh, we'd uh, let's start off with, uh, of course, the unfortunate passing of Coach Sloan last week. Uh, curious to your thoughts and how you and your family are handling the news. Well, it's uh, for me the the first words that came to mind when when I. Uh, heard of his passing was that it's hard to see warriors fall and he was always to me just like the epitome of toughness uh it seemed like nothing phased him and and it was just hard it's hard to see so many uh great people from that generation falling and uh he'll be missed there's no question about it his his contribution to the utah jazz organization cannot be overstated Greg, did you ever get a chance to see his uh, his softer side? Because he was he was that tough warrior you're talking about, but he was also kind of a, a big softy. He was, and uh, I actually had a the, the first time I saw that it really set me back, and it came uh, in the in the months after uh, he lost his wife Bobby. My wife, Heidi, who's who's a wonderful woman in her own right and quite a seamstress, uh, went and found a pattern. Where she found it, I don't know, but it was a pattern for some pajamas. And she she sewed Jerry some flannel John Deere pajamas <laughs> and gave them to him. And then uh, a couple weeks after she gave them to him, we ran into him at the at the arena. And Heidi said, hey, did they fit? And Jerry said, yeah, he was very gracious. And, you know, thank you for the pajamas. And and then he just kind of stopped talking and started crying. And Heidi and I are looking at her like, they're looking at each other like we upset him. And he just said, you know, I really miss Bobby. It's really hard for me to be without her. And And it was really touching for me to see how soft and how emotional and real, sincere he was in that moment. And. Uh, it was it was a real insight for me into uh, how how genuine he is or was as a as a man. Greg, can you talk about Jerry's relationship with your late father? It seems like there was a lot of mutual respect there, and they made quite a team. Yeah, I think they they uh, got along pretty well, given the intense personalities that they both were and the, the intense environments that they earned their living in. And I'm personally not aware of any any arguments, um, which I think is a real tribute to Jerry because uh, you know I put myself in his shoes and and think about some of the uh, situations my dad put him in publicly um, and how gracious Jerry was to 
to just roll with it and not retaliate, not lash out in any way, which is very professional. And, and so I, I think uh, they had a couple of chances to get sideways with each other and in some of those heated moments of battle. But over the you know two and a half, three decades that they worked together, um, I think there was a, a very tight bond of unity and a lot of uh, mutual respect, as you said. Greg, I know you're a great family man, and your family's very important to you, and you mentioned at the start uh, that your family is healthy and doing well. Uh, all of that said, and we all are concerned about the safety of our loved ones, how hungry for basketball are you? <laughs> I think I'm probably with every other Utah Jazz fan out there, and you know what I would give to to see our guys on the court and just, just get back to some competition. So I'm ready. Greg Miller is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. On on that note, we know that there's a board of governors meeting coming up on Friday with Commissioner Silver. Is there anything you can share with us as far as your thoughts going into that meeting? Well, you know, I want to I want to obviously honor uh, the league's request to to you know kind of let them take the lead on their messaging. But what I can share with you is that. That there's been a lot of work um, from all stakeholders. You know, the general managers of the teams, the owners of the teams, uh, the, the staff at the league office, and a lot of collaboration, a lot of research, a lot of vetting to try to determine what the most direct and the safest return to play scenarios might be. And I spoke with the league office yesterday, and they indicated that they they have a handful of those that they're going to be uh, rolling out to the the owners on the call Friday, and then uh, I think from there there'll be a few days to kind of discuss it with with the Jazz office, you know, the staff, and and then we'll have a chance to return and you know give the league our feedback, and then. My guess is at some point, uh, a few days after that, there'll be an opportunity to vote, and and hopefully that'll that'll result in a uh, you know re- re- resumption of play. I've been very impressed with the way the NBA has handled this, Greg. I don't know if you have an inside view of it, but uh, I, I trust the leadership here with the league. They seem to be. Uh, conservative, uh, responsible, moving forward in a manner that is easy to trust. And I, that's really important for NBA fans to get that feeling. And I think uh, the league deserves it. Yeah, I agree. And the thing that's been so impressive to me is the league has always put the health and safety of the players and the fans at the top of their concern list. And And when you think about how many dollars are at stake, and that the league is is willing to, and the, the other owners, quite frankly, are willing to put safety ahead of revenue. Um, I think that says a lot about the culture and about the priorities of the league. And, and I'm with you. I've been very impressed with uh, how they've handled it. It sounds like you're, you're fairly optimistic uh, about uh, what might come next. I am. I, I've thought all along that... Um, there's enough uh, enough interest and enough at stake that we'd find a way to return to play at some point. Um, 
the thing that's been hard for all of us is all of the unknowns. And that's been the common thread through all of our calls, which we've been having every other week. And, and the, the, that common thread is that we'd, we'd love to be able to make decisions, but there's just so much we don't know, so much we're learning day to day, week to week. And we feel like we've got enough time to um, gather more, more data and more knowledge uh, before we make decisions, uh, and you know, we don't need to do it right this minute. Uh, we can shift the schedule around a little bit and create that little bubble of time we need to to gather enough decision, enough information to make the right decision. And, and again, I, I think the league has been exemplary in, in how they they paced themselves and as they tried to sort through this. I was just wondering how long it had been since you've been to Disney World, Greg. <laughs> You know, interestingly, the last time I was there was when the All-Star Game was in Orlando. So what was that, probably six or eight years ago? Yeah. What's Adam Silver like uh, behind the scenes, Greg? He comes off so well in public as a smart guy, obviously. He's a really good communicator and and appears to be a really good leader. Is he that way behind the scenes uh, with the owners as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think everything that the public sees with him in the media is the genuine Adam. But uh, having having uh, worked with him in the capacity that I have, I can tell you that he's he's very personable. Um, he's very interested in the well-being of the Utah Jazz, um, as David was as well, David Stern. But I think Adam has demonstrated um, you know deep support for the Jazz. One one that comes to mind right now is is um, when Steve Starks and Dennis Lindsay and I and Randy Rigby. Uh, lobbied to have the summer league reinstated, um, and we explained to Adam how important that was to our fans and to our community. Um, you know, he obviously gave us the green light to do it, and he didn't have to. And so he's just—he's concerned about the Jazz. He's concerned about it. You know, he always asks how's the family, and it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's always nice uh, to hear that from him because I. I think I have enough perspective on what his workload is and what the demands are on him and his attention and his, you know, just his physical and emotional capacity that for him to do that is is, uh, quite an honor. It's something I really appreciate. I've told you this story before, Greg. You probably don't remember it, but uh, Jake, one time uh, we were over at the arena uh, on a game night and I got in the elevator. And when I got on the elevator, Greg, and I believe, Greg, your wife was with you standing in the elevator, and Adam Silver was in the elevator. Uh, and I said, and somebody else was in there as well, and I said some smart alecky thing like, oh, it's a good thing there's not anybody important on this <laughs> elevator right now. And we got down to the bottom, the doors opened, and Adam Silver turned around and he said, I'm Adam Silver. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Greg Miller is with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Greg, last time we had you on, which was just a couple of weeks ago, it's great to have you back so soon, but we were talking about the food drive. Today, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, a blood drive here at Vivint Smart Home Arena that the Miller Group of Companies is putting together. Well, it's... Uh when I was on the show a few weeks ago, I mentioned we had some other stuff in the works, and, and this is it. And we've had uh, remarkable support from various stakeholders in the medical and scientific community uh, to really kind of 
unify around this effort uh, to support uh, our our organization and uh, trying to gather blood uh, as we get into the, the summer months. And I guess there's a lot more accidents and a lot more blood needed. And so our our goal is uh, to the, the last number I heard was between 900 and 1,000 units of blood that we were trying to gather and. Um, through this process, I learned that each unit of blood uh, can help three people. Um, so that, I thought that was kind of a cool effect of this. But we're going to be uh, doing it uh, from June 1st through the, the 3rd. And um, the hours, I believe, are going to be 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, you can schedule an appointment by going to redcross.org. And uh, there's... there's uh, what, what do you guys call it in this industry? Just neat little prizes. Uh, if, if people are willing to come and donate blood, there'll be uh, uh, discounts at the at the team store, um, uh, movie passes to uh, Megaplex, and other things like that that are that make it well worth the effort to come and, and donate blood to those who are going to need it this summer. Greg, the word bribes feels a little strong, but maybe incentives. How about we that? We think incentive is more appropriate, yes. <laughs> or a reward. That, that's got positive uh, connotations to it, a, a yeah. reward. Again, redcrossblood.org, redcrossblood.org, uh, a thousand available appointments. Sorry, Gordon, I just wanted to make sure we got that out there. If I understand it right, uh, Greg, it must be 16 years of age or older, is that correct, uh, with parental consent? And, yeah, uh, and, and donors must be, that up. They must be 110 pounds and in generally good health. Am I understanding that properly? Yep. Thanks for keeping me straight on that. I, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. And as far as the, you know, the concerns about COVID-19 and whatnot, I understand that uh, it's going to be done very responsibly and carefully and uh, with antiseptic and all the, all the, the proper uh, regulations followed. Yeah, correct? all of the... All of the uh, traditional best practices will be implemented. Um, people will be screened uh, on their way in. They'll be asked a series of questions. And, of course, if anyone is experiencing any symptoms, we'd invite them uh, to stay home. But if they're feeling good and they, they think they're in a position to donate, come on in. Uh, we'll take the blood. And then, of course, uh, as it's been explained to me, all of the blood that's donated will be screened to make sure that there's no risk to any of the recipients that, that may receive that blood. All right, again, uh, to get an appointment, and there are a 1,000 available, which is so cool, uh, redcrossblood.org, use sponsor code LHM, redcrossblood.org, sponsor code LHM. And, Greg, we we love it when you have a chance to drop by the show. And, hey, uh, if you get any news out of the meeting on Friday, you know who to uh, let us know. Yeah. All right. You'll be my first call. <laughs> thanks, yeah. Greg. We really appreciate it. Seriously, congratulations on this great, on the, on the blood drive. And thanks so much for sharing your thoughts on, on Coach Sloan. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's always nice to be with you guys. Always a pleasure to have Greg Miller on the show. Of course, member of the board of directors for Larry H. Miller Group of Companies and a, a member of the board of governors for the NBA. I love this stuff. I, I love this kind of community involvement and helping uh, – helping the greater good by giving folks an opportunity, whether it's the food drive or the blood drive, whatever, who knows what else they might come up with.
Right. Yeah. And and kind of uh, pointing some of the resources from the Larry H. Miller group of companies in the in a positive direction. You know, if uh, if you can put together some uh, discounts to the team store and some free popcorn from the Megaplex just to give folks a thank you for doing some good, maybe incentivize uh, the people to come down and do it. I mean, I, I, I think it's just terrific and so happy you could come on and and tell us about it and and um, uh, the food drive as well, Gordon. Uh, I, I can't remember how many how many tons of food did they get for the food drive, Austin? Do you remember? Off I thought it was head? close to three. Was it? Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to well, check we the could, stats. But. We could double check. But, I mean, how how cool is that? And and he's right. Going into summer, uh, and we you know we deal with ARU people at services a lot, Gordon. You know, going into summer, we know what the demand looks like. And think about it this way. If people are not going to fly as much this summer there might be more driving those types of uh, of vacations which which would increase the demand even more so really cool that they're doing this i imagine uh and i don't know this for a fact i haven't gone around and asked the various owners but i imagine even in that uh, fast crowd that the mention of gail miller's name probably carries a lot of weight I would think so. Yeah. Well, the yeah, the, the Miller a lot of respect there. I think the Miller family name in, in general. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm certain of that actually. All right. We'll have uh, more big show coming up straight ahead. Big thanks to Greg Miller for jumping on with us today. We really appreciate it. We'll get that interview up online at 1280thezone.com. Stay tuned. More big show. 97.5 and 1280 the zone.